welcome to this week's episode of the CGM Podcast. It's episode 99. Whoa. Next week we're into triple digits. Anyone else Ooh. excited? Come on. Oh, come on, Phil. I Woo. just made the noise. Yeah, you're the only one that actually seems somewhat yeah. excited. And uh, this later today, even though he's probably not going to get an introduction because I kind of forgot, mm. Brian Calhoun's going to join us to talk about Titanfall because mm. he's the only one here who's been playing it. Mm-hmm. We'll find out if it's absolutely a must-have or, uh, you know, take it or leave it kind of thing. Oh, I'm sure it blew his mind. Yeah. It blew his mind. I'm, I'm sure that it was a religious experience. That's why he's late. He's been sleeping in because yeah, he's been playing right. Titanfall. He stop playing it. Yeah. He's going to come in. Kept yeah. him from this he's going to come in. He's going to be looking yeah. really tired. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's up? just like, oh, dude, Titanfall. It's just like it dominates my Every waking moment. <laughs> yeah. My dog is yeah. starving. Yeah. I have I'm needs. so sure that Titanfall is just ruling his life. All right, we'll find out later. And also later, we'll talk about movies, of course. Phil's been watching, well, four of us watched Need for Speed. Yep. And only Phil watched, I'm Grand, sorry. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes. The new Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. But first, we'll get into news, and we'll start with, you want to start with the ga- let's start with the gaming news. Yes. This week. Uh, a guy named Raymond Cox, also known as Stallion85 on Xbox, He's broke a million. Stallion, he broke a million gamer score. One million gamer score. I want to know what he looks like. And it was because of Titanfall. It was because yeah, of Titanfall. Was it really? Titanfall was what you know broke a million for him. That's a million. How much time does all that time. take? Yeah, all of it. Clearly, like I, Wayne. Wayne has a level at twenty-seven PSN. I don't know. Is it 27 or is I think it it's 27. I, I think you're at 27 yeah. still. Alchemist will probably push you over the edge. Yeah. All that alchemy will. And I know that when Wayne gets a platinum, it's like not even a percent anymore, yeah. is it? I don't know. I mean, I, I actually think, kind yeah. of just stop paying attention to when <laughs> I get He stopped paying attention. Yeah. And Wayne plays games a lot. Yeah, yeah I do. One million gamer score. That's just like your entire life, right? But is that even an achievement at that point? No, at that, that point, it's kind sad. of like a sad. It's gone over. That's to the more sad. of like yeah, a sad badge right yeah. there. <coughs> That's that, you have no life badge. Yeah, I hope Microsoft does something for him because he's clearly. Yeah, they say they say, oh my god, dude, get a life. I think they gave yeah. him unlimited Xbox Live now. For life, yeah, I believe that's, that's what they pathetic. did. So you get to play more Xbox. That's what a terrible, terrible. <laughs> don't, don't. hour games and like pumping up that game. You get no. to have one of the perks are millions of employees. Shoot for two yeah. million. Yeah. No, he'll just Do get it. to be one, one of their presentations when they probably shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, yeah, this guy has no life. We're kind of worried about Xbox Live. No, they, yeah. sh- they really should do like just a whole series of commercials around him, yeah. where they just show him hooked up to like an <laughs> IV with like dead pets everywhere, and, like with this big excited. Don LaFontaine voice going, this could be you. <laughs> Xbox Live. Xbox Live. Yeah, exactly. And then everybody will be like, I want to be that guy. We and also have no life and soul. neglect my pets. It's like, yeah. I didn't even look up to see anything about him. Like, how old is he? Does anyone guess, know? I don't want I don't to know. know. <laughs> it feels like I don't even want to know. I don't want to see what he looks no, like. I, I mean, don't it's want, like, you know, no. my, I mean, I know that I said that he's, you know, he's probably from the Bronx with a name like that, but mm. you know, it's like probably much more likely is that He's just some AI that they cooked up in Berkeley that they yeah. just hooked up to an Xbox account. Yeah. And it just plays and plays and plays 24 hours a day nonstop. Because yep. yeah. I don't actually see how else you could get a million well, gamers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. to be fair, I looked up the top PSN level. It's 185. Yeah. yeah. I want to know how that compares to a million gamers score because Wayne because plays all the time and he's only at 27. Yeah, yeah but it's like, you know, I, I don't optimize. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, am, I am not playing to get platinums as quickly as possible. Yeah. Okay. So This guy yeah. means it. So I think you should move over and try to start doing that so we can see how fast yeah, you progress. Because if you, if you are playing to do it as quickly as possible, then, well, yeah, you probably 
you probably have to be in an ideal situation a hikikomori. Mm. Does anybody know besides me what a hikikomori is? Are yes, those, yeah. The, are yes. those the Japanese shutters? Japanese yeah. shutters that All right. do not leave There's an the anime house. about yeah, that. Their, yeah, exactly. their mothers slip meals through their door. Exactly, and that's yeah, because yeah. you have to do it full time. There is yeah. just no other way. Yeah. So you're either unbelievably rich yeah. and then you decide to become a hermit yeah. and just play yeah. games nonstop or your family, for whatever reason, is actually supporting you in this endeavor to just yeah. do nothing but play games. Yeah. It's weird. But that's the only way that you can pull this off. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty sad. Nobody can have a um, full-time job and a, life. a normal you know, family or mm. romantic relationship <coughs> and still pull off like just that kind of ridiculous... A million gamers score? Gamer score. No, right? no. It can't be done. But that's why I wonder how old yeah. he is. Like, what kind of... You have... Where do you live? In your mom's basement? Because you yeah. can't have a job. Maybe Stallion is autistic. Maybe it's no. just some kid where it's like, you know, this is the only way that they can communicate Idiot savant. Maybe they just do everything yeah. perfectly, Idiot right? Savant. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, like, you know, it's like, yeah, this kid is completely useless, but when you put that Xbox controller in his hands, it's magic, man, it's magic. It's like God is talking through this kid. We can't stop him. We gotta let him. Gotta Maybe that's it. Like, you know, we are horrible people. I like he just right? called him useless no, you know, so, so <laughs> until he plays Xbox. So, so if it's a story like that where God talks to this kid whenever he gets like you know a thousand gamer score then mm. far be it for me to stop this kid <laughs> mm-hmm. from allowing God to express himself mm. through one thousand gamer score now wait well, what if he was a 40 year old man that just got decided to see now, his job like, that just the, it, what would you say to that would you still say see, you can't make a movie out of that I mean, like, you know, this one we can actually somehow work oh my god this, in there where this Ray is movie material saying, isn't it yeah, yeah. Ray finds a saying God talks to this kid mm-hmm. when he picks up an Xbox controller isn't that the search for Bobby Fisher could be. Yeah, okay. yeah, see, but not with chess, but with games. That makes it 21st century. It's hip, it's snappy, it's relevant. You should sell that idea to we Microsoft. totally should. Oh, my God. That would just push yeah. the no, Xbox. The, no, here's what you do. You sell the original the one that's bad yeah. to Sony. Okay, yeah. Yes. But then sell the good one. Yeah. I am excited yeah, yes. about this idea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, you have two like movies. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. can have two movie sales. Mm-hmm. Sony wants to show how bad yeah. Xbox is. Basically, if you, if you want to just like twist that knife in just a little bit further for a little bit of yeah. that cultural guilt, it's like this is an autistic kid trapped on a reservation. Mm-hmm. And here's yeah. what you do. Here's what it's you do. a reservation kid because and, you know it's like his yeah. parents have no future thanks to a colonial white man guilt. Yeah, exactly. So. And here's what you do for the um, uh, this money you sell to Sony is you make Bill Gates kind of Faust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he sells his soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, if only I could be good at games, then boom, <laughs> you know, thunder, and then Bill Gates is like, did somebody want to play video games? <laughs> it's like, why well, yes, evil Bill Gates, have I got a deal for you? Just yeah. sign with who sign with the exes. Exactly, right? and, and yeah, and then the kid's life gets ruined, and it's like, I don't know what to do anymore. And then Kazurai shows up, and it's like, I may have a way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Kazurai, save me. <laughs> This game's like, writing itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will teach you how to share your talent. You just press mm-hmm. this button on the PlayStation. <laughs> so, a, a, PlayStation. So, an extended ad, basically. Yeah. Oh, I love this idea. Like, I'm, I'm just so excited about this. I wish that we could see this. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. I kind of want to see it, too. Autistic mm-hmm. reservation kid. God speaks to him when he plays this. Yeah. 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 Sounds amazing. great. And then yeah. the world takes notice when he breaks a million yeah, gamers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the whole world is, yeah, you get like, yeah. you know, the 80s training montage. Yes. Where he's like exercising his thumbs. <laughs> and, you know, it's like he's just, you know, it's like learning to suck food from a tube without, you know, it's like breaking his breath and all that stuff. No, 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 it's straight up IV. He just yeah. puts an IV in. Oh, yeah, he just, he just puts an IV in. He can't afford an IV. This, no, the, see, the no. neighborhood gets together yeah. and buys the it for them. Okay, yeah, okay. it's like they, they patch it together Donations, from all right? the drugs from like you know the various people on the reservation yeah, who are yeah. abusing drugs. They <laughs> donate it to this kid. They yeah. boil it down into an IV. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be amazing. Yeah. 
And they're also you probably down. very high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that Rocky theme playing when he finally breaks a million. And, and his eye and his pupils and, are huge. Yeah, and then you go to like the global montage where everybody across the mm-hmm. world is like crying and hugging each other and pounding each other on the shoulders because this kid just did this. And then you know it's like you just go to him and you know it's like there's like you know God shows up and it's Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. And of course. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you did it. It's mm-hmm. like you broke a million gamer score. Mm-hmm. Do they what, walk off into like a relay? This is you were put on this earth to do it. Now you have done it. My little autistic now talented video game friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> they walk off into the bright light, right? That's Oscar material right mm-hmm. there. This yeah, is the tear jerking. Yeah. We are horrible people yeah. now. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope we got all of that out of one news story. I know. It worked out really well. We've got to pick some better news stories from now on so we can do that. I think so. That was one of the better ones. That went to weird places. Yeah, that was solid. I once again went to horrible places. It did. It'd be an amazing movie, though. Yeah, it would. Both movies. And from amazing movies to horrible movies, Phil. Only one other news story this week, but it's a big one. And that is Jeremy Irons has been cast as Alfred in the Batman vs. Superman movie. I can see that. That works for me. Can't see face and head. Jeremy Irons. He was in Dead Ringers. He was Scar. In the Dungeons and Dragons. Scar doesn't help. Yeah, he was Scar. But the Scar thing doesn't help because I'm trying to see face and then I just see Scar. Yeah, that's all I need. Now I'm just picturing Scar in a little tuxedo serving Batman. You haven't seen Dead Ringers? I think I have. I just don't remember. It's the one where he played Twin Evil Doctors, Cronenberg movie. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him. All right. That's Jeremy. Okay. Jeremy Irons. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You know Jeremy. Well, thank you. Familiar? Yes. yes, familiar. Great actor. Great actor. So yes, he's been play, cast to play Alfred in the new Batman movie, and in a recent interview about that Batman movie, he admitted, despite the fact that everyone has been cast, that they are starting production, that they've already started shooting even, they have not actually finished the script for Batman. So what? Yeah. But they've got the action sequences. Yeah, they do. They're starting working on the action sequences. No, 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 Batmobile's no, been designed. Batmobile's been designed. They have. They're, they're filming. Mm-hmm. And their script is. They don't have a finished script. No one's. No one who's been cast is read. Do they even know where the script is going anymore? Apparently, when everyone was cast, Zack Snyder and David Goyer went around and pitched their concept to everyone. That's amazing. So everyone has a rough idea of what it is, but there's no actual finished script. They're probably just saying that because it's not going to end that way, and they just want to keep it secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's uh, yeah, it's worrying certainly. Yeah, uh, and also, yeah. And also, it's not like this hasn't happened before in the history of Hollywood. It's very very wasn't true. It, yeah. It's it like Casablanca that way. Yeah, no, it's true. Casablanca was shot without a script. Yeah, <laughs> but so. uh, yeah, no. So it's happened before, but it is a bad sign just in that everyone was already very nervous about this movie. That's the thing is like if and it was... then disrespecting the source material yeah. and not treating things right. And given all the publicity, all the interviews that everyone has given, they should have probably written. Something. A script. Yeah, it's some script by well, this point. Got chunks of Even scenes. a napkin mm-hmm. script yeah. would I'm do. I'm sure they've got chunks of seeds. Yep, so. yep, yep. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you were in any way hoping for the Batman <laughs> Superman movie to turn no, out well, no, you, can, now, someone, you can give up on that. Someone yeah. out there, was, someone was hoping. I yeah. believe. I still believe. Yeah. Well, that little reservation kid went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, so yeah. Set him to write the movie. Yeah, apparently we've done more work on that movie than they've done. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... So yeah, so that's uh, that's the downer. That poor downer movie just week. gets worse and worse. I know. On the other hand, Godzilla is still coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, it's very true. true. Yeah. We're still getting very Godzilla. True. Yeah, that's true. So we've got that going for us. <coughs> we'll see. <sighs> I'm depressed now. Yeah, yeah, that's thanks, Phil. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. Bomb everyone right. out. Yeah, thanks. No problem. Thanks for that. I go home all depressed, cry mm-hmm. on my pillow because this movie's gonna suck. Yep. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Well, I have seen movies this week. 
All right, so let's do what you've been watching. Because I know Phil, Brian, and I all saw the same movie. And now Phil has a tendency to just take over and just do his whole rant about the one movie. And then I go get a word in edgewise. But maybe since you're here today, you can make sure he doesn't do that. What the heck? I mean, now your verbal bodyguard? Yes, now I'm. But but I'm normally the only one that's. You know what? I don't care. Can I make one? You guys talk. Because, you know, you're you're Cinema Phil or Phil M. All right, Mel. Why don't you go ahead and set it up? No, 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 no. No, no, no. After all that. Okay, yeah, okay. no, you do So, it actually, I will make one small correction to this setup. Mm-hmm. There are actually four people at this table. That's true, actually. That's I correct, yeah. Brendan, Brendan does have it. a mic, so... I do, I'm here. You may as well yeah. chime in. Yeah. It's a fun one to talk about. Since Wayne doesn't watch movies unless they're on at home yeah. on his Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Or he's being a sw- living, swinging bachelor life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know when you saw Melanie, but I do remember sitting between Phil and Brendan... Uh, I saw the day after. Oh, yeah. you saw the day after? Yeah. You, were, you were at the actual Aaron Paul I was at the Aaron Paul experience. The Aaron Paul experience? <laughs> she was indeed. I gave her my ticket that I won. Yeah. <laughs> so, so did you guys all feel the need for speed? No. There, actually, there I was fe- one I did. Times. No, I did. I'll tell you why. I felt the need for the plot to speed the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Gone. Wow. Yeah. Felt the need. <laughs> 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 okay. Um... I, I don't know. Are we going to set this up? This okay. So need, need, so, need for need speed. For plot coherence. Okay. All right. So, need for speed, obviously based on the video game in which there are. I would argue not based on. <laughs> well, no, that's what I, no, that's what I was going to say is based on the video game in which there are no plot and characters, it's just street races and police chases. Even Which is essentially what this movie was. Need for Speed this the is, Run. That is exactly yeah. what this movie yeah. was. Yeah. This movie should have been more like Need for Speed the Run. Yeah. I, I would have preferred uh, a race across the country and said, oh, we're just going to drive across the country. And oh, yeah, they could have done yeah. that. They yeah. did a race across the country. Yeah. Instead of the well, Need for Speed. Of, it was a race to get a race with many yeah. races in between. But let's set this up. <laughs> the Need for um, Smokey and the so, Okay. Aaron Paul, uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, bitch, stars as <laughs> a mechanic, a uh, preternaturally talented mechanic. Who the evil Dominic Cooper from The Wire uh, shows up and says, "Hey, I've got this car, and I need you to sp- I need you to fix it up so we can sell it." Which point, Aaron Paul and all his poor mechanic friends says, "Okay, but we need the money to save the garage." Well, like, they say, sure. "No, let's not do it." And then Aaron Paul's like, "Wait, well, we kind of need the money. We need the money to save the garage." Yeah. They say, "Okay, and let's do it." At which point, you expect a, dra- a dramatic montage of them repairing the car, but instead they just cut no two cars. No montage. Fixed. They go to this. They go to an auction, that. sell it off to a rich British billionaire, and uh, like you do. And then the following day, I forget the specifics on this. Uh, uh, Dominic Cooper, I guess, Aaron Paul are just angry with each other. Yeah, and it's because no, it's because he wanted to show him that it could go a certain speed. That's right. And yeah, Dominic so, Cooper didn't yeah. want the car to be driven at that speed. But Aaron Paul was like, "Screw you! I'm going to do it." And then it sold for a bazillion dollars. Yeah. And so there, they have they have some friction. Plus, I think Aaron Paul used to go with Dominic Cooper's sister or something. Anyways, it's, it's, it's not yeah. explained. Hey, no, it, it, I thought it was like it was his current. Oh no, his ex girlfriend was going out with Dominic Cooper. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. was it? Yes, yeah. that's what they it was. They were like fiancés, and then the right. Aaron Paul was upset because they were going to get married. Yeah. And having- that's right. That's what it was. Okay, so there's a lot of tension between them already. They decide to have... Brian, you weren't paying very much attention <laughs> in the movie, were you? I was drinking uh, grape-flavored Sprite. You were. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. right, grape Sprite. You regretted that. And in, yeah. Well, yeah. still reveling at, reveling at the whole concept of the Coke Freestyle machine. Yeah, yeah. they're wonderful. They're wonderful, My wonderful machines. Yeah, well, I mean, not your last. 
But anyway, the so they uh, Aaron Paul, Dominic Cooper have a race along with Aaron Paul's bestest friend in the whole wide world. The winner will get to keep three super expensive cars. The loser will feel shame. Also, and, I thought that was just for bragging rights. Though, that also, race. it was Why? also for bragging rights, but it was also to get the cars. But the most important thing is that uh, when it appears as though Dominic Cooper's going to lose, he decides, no, fuck that, and crashes into Aaron Paul's bestest friend, which I don't sending him flying over a bridge. Yeah, he was annoying. He deserved to die. I guess it's and kind then of spoiler alert. The car, well, yeah, not, not really. No. No. So then yeah. the car drops, yeah, car explodes. <laughs> uh, Aaron Paul is, is found crying on the scene. The cops come. Aaron Paul's arrested for street racing. Dominic Cooper somehow covers the fact up that he was involved, even though he owned the cars. I'm not sure how that worked out, well, but that's irrelevant. Well, the three cars were not... They were ghost cars. Yeah, that's they, right. They, they were ghost cars. That's right. They were ghost cars. They couldn't be tracked. So, um... <laughs> so, uh, so Aaron Paul goes to prison, and then Aaron Paul gets out of prison, set for revenge. That's about 40 minutes into the movie. And that, and when that happened, I realized, oh, this just started. This, they haven't actually started doing anything in the movie. So at that point is when it really starts to hurt. However, I also at that moment thought... You know, the action scenes have been pretty great because it's directed by Scott Wow, who was a former stuntman and saw physical stuff, and it, it is fun to look at. And um, I was like, if only uh, this movie could only be action scenes and not any of this plot and character stuff. Yeah. And that's pretty well what he did from that point on. Yeah, basically, Cause, yeah. Because then Aaron Paul got out of prison, and he's uh, pissed off for... He wants revenge. He wants to avenge his friend. He wants to prove his innocence. And he wants to win a race. So that's five solid... Motivations yeah. to be mm. so he starts so he starts making faces, being unhappy, and he decides he's going to go to this secret illegal street race, a street race so secret that Michael Keaton, the billionaire who runs it, blogs about it twenty four hours a day, and everyone seems to be well aware of it, including the international media. But it's still a secret. And he didn't know the Aaron location. Paul, that's right, Aaron Paul didn't know the location. He had to prove how good a driver he was. He does so by getting the British car that we talked about early on when the British car showing it. Borrowing it, Who that's lets right. someone borrow their car? Borrowing the billion dollar car. Well, Aaron Paul proved it could go that fast, and the guy really. Oh, so uh, that. here, take my three million dollar yeah. car. Yeah, no, no, to an ex-con as well. Yeah, right. yeah. but in regardless, did he also promise like half the cars? Yes, yeah. he did promise. The, I, yeah. I, I forgot to mention Michael Keaton's illegal street waste. The winner gets to keep all the cars. He said he'd give all the cars to the guy. So he gets the car. The car shows up. Uh, Imogene poops. Uh, sorry, Imogen poops. Uh, Imogen poops. Drops off the car. It's, okay. on, yeah. it's a hard one to I say. I know, yeah. it's a tough one. Insists on driving with Aaron Paul, which means he's now in a car with his love interest, so we got that taken care of. Yeah. And they have to uh, first do a bunch of uh, high-octane stunts to prove that Aaron Paul deserves to be in the race. So that's the first set of races. Does that, then he gets the location to the race. He has to race across the country to get to the, to the final race. So we're in a race to a race, and then to complicate things, Dominic Cooper finds out and puts a bounty on Aaron Paul's head, which means all sorts of uh, illegal car killers start chasing Aaron Paul, so there are those chases within the chase to get to the final to the final race. So it is essentially storytelling through car chases. It's like Inception, a race inside no. a race inside yeah. a race. Boom. But I'm also going to throw it out there. Why was there this weird like supernatural element where his bestest friend of all time could see the future or something? Oh, yeah, That's he right. predicted. <laughs> yes. He, he, he had a premonition. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I saw it in a dream. There will be a lighthouse. And that oh, because he had a premonition. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, that was at the very first beginning race. He, yeah. yeah, he was talking about you know seeing. Yeah, but as soon as you meet that guy, you know he's going to die. Oh yeah. Oh, and I was mm-hmm. so. I glad expected him to die in the first race. We could get this thing started. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. The the story is stupid. <laughs> really <laughs> it, it, what there is is it's a waste of everyone's time. Um, it's it's only it's only worthwhile in that as I said, forty minutes into the movie, the whole film from that point on just becomes a series of car chases with. Very, but anytime anyone speaks, it's only to 
acknowledge annoying. that they're in a chase or mention that the new chase is coming. But also, the uh, chase that was in, what was it, Detroit? Mm-hmm. There was this random, like, street... Ra- they, had, they had to get the other mechanic... Because yeah. after Aaron Paul gets out of jail... Yeah, he has yeah. to get his whole team back Yeah, together. his team is spread to the yeah. wind, and one of them is now working in Detroit. See, in apparently... The GM building. I left to go to the bathroom in the best part of the movie, which apparently was that. Yeah, it wasn't the best part of the movie. That was not was, the best part of the movie. I, I was, was, it was the funniest part of the movie. No, it wasn't even that funny. Not really. Uh, it, kind of, it didn't make any sense. Like, it was the most naked part of the movie. He yeah, walks out of the building naked, whatever. He starts stripping as he yeah, leaves the building. Just because he doesn't want to go back or whatever. It, it's, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because um, you just be a re- you, that, that's just public indecency at that point. What? Yeah. Stupid. And why? Yeah. He See, said he didn't want to have to like he never wanted to be able to go back. There. I think yeah. if you just okay, you, so you kiss your boss, quit. you're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not as like a slave. He can uh, pull a Cartman and take General him. Motors company. He is an employee. Mm-hmm. You could just say, "I'm never coming back here," and mm-hmm. that would also have been just as good. You did not need to. Apparently, he doesn't have that strong a will. Yeah, it's supposed to be wacky and slapstick. It wasn't. No, it was dumb. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not. You so, asked me about 14-year-olds earlier when we were talking about Timefall. Yeah. I wonder if 14-year-olds would have found that funny. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. If they weren't bored stiff by the first part. It was, it was pretty minutes. dumb. I yeah. wonder if this entire film is for 14-year-olds. Of course it, it is. It could very well be. Yeah, of yeah. course it is. It's for the Fast and the Furious audience who are either 14 but, or have the mental and emotional age of 14. And as someone who has the yeah. emotional age of 14, yeah. I love those Fast and Furious Oh, I agree. Films. I agree. This movie did prove how good the Fast and Furious movies are. Which and that's, is shocking. That's not great. Yeah, that's not no. a good sign for a movie if it proves that. The, Definitely Those not. are works of art now. No, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, no, the last couple have been great. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, the movie is not very good, ultimately. But, I mean, we all kind of saw that one coming. Um, it is nonsensical. It doesn't make it. It's aside from the action, it's useless. I saw that coming because Scott Wow, who directed it, aside from being a stuntman, which that's obviously his background, it's his primary interest. The last movie he did before this was Act of Valor. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. Yes, I saw it. And it suffered from the exact same problems, where it was solid military action. Everything in between was useless and a waste of time. And this, brother, yeah, exactly, yeah. And this one was the exact same deal, but I at least prefer uh, car porn to military recruitment. Yeah, I, I give you yeah, that. So I'll give it that. Um, some of the stunts I did find kind of amazing. There the, was the, one crazy one where it was like a car drove off a cliff attached to a helicopter. Well, the one, the one, the one I found more time. ridiculous was the one in Detroit when they jumped across Oh, the, the grasshopper. Yeah. yeah. If you did that, that car would be broken. That car would not drive ever again. They did it. They actually did that? Yeah. That car would not. I'm sure they didn't. Well, they had to, like, soup it up yeah. and so forth. Yeah. They probably had ten identical yeah. Mustangs. But, but, yeah. I'm saying if you did that that Mustang, you would then not be able to drive that to Mustang. To go to the next yeah. race. Yeah. No, of no. course. That car, uh, of course. Done. No, no. This, uh, we have cartoon physics yeah. in this movie, yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, I, so I enjoyed that part of it. There were also some really cool visual things. Like I liked when they mounted all the cameras on the cars as they were spinning and exploding. But that was a cool effect. They did that a couple times. And... And Phil's phone is ringing. Yeah, that's my phone. Sorry about that. And um, so it's Scott Wall. I know. <laughs> yeah, I to say, hey, what's going on? I, I sent you talking about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's talking about yeah. me. <laughs> so I thought the car porn. I thought you could edit this down to an hour highlight reel. That oh no, solid. Forty-five minutes. That would be solid. No, <laughs> hour. The last. The last hour okay. and a half is now, mostly. Now, why we throw this out there? One. Yeah. One thing that. Bugged me with the last race. Yeah, they're racing for pink slips, yeah. and I, I was talking. I was <laughs> on the, uh, all the yeah, Brian show. All the wow, they really want to talk to you. Yeah, I know. Um, I was on Brian's show discussing the same thing. They're racing for pink slips, and after about half the cars are destroyed, that's the time to give up that race because mm-hmm. at that yeah. point, there's no value in that race anymore. That's because it was personal. It wasn't about that. But there was it's about Aaron Paul. But there was still like a third dude that you didn't know his name of that just kind of was just still racing. 
Well, well the problem all... with the film is that you could bring up any scene, and I would have a question about yeah. why. Yeah. None of it makes sense. Why this over that? Mm-hmm. You know, why is it that you're saying, okay, the one guy in the vehicle who, you know, sometimes they consider to be a vehicle that men buy to overcompensate for yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why is that guy suddenly a coward, and instead of just stopping his car, wrecking it into a wall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that made no sense. Just like... Oh, I, I could hit this other... He could just hit the other car. He would have been fine. Yeah, he had a bigger vehicle. But it says, like, no, no, I'm going to drive into this mountain. Because why? <laughs> what? And that's the problem with the whole film. Like, everything they do, you have to ask, why? I've yeah. never had that impulse when driving. Oh, no, there's another car. I'm going to drive into this mountain now. Yeah. Oh, it makes no sense. And Michael Keaton's whole thing... I don't understand what his situation is. I don't understand how he's a billionaire if he broadcasts 24 hours. <laughs> but he's the but, best... But one of the best parts of that yeah, he, entire no, he movie. he was entertaining, certainly. I also feel that 100%... All his scenes were shot uh, clearly like on the same set with him sitting yeah. in the same chair most likely <laughs> yes. in a day. And I yeah. feel like that was probably shot after the rest of the movie was shot because also, they were they looked at it and were like, this makes no sense. We need someone to at least come on every now and then and explain you know who's what, who and you know who's is? evil and, why, and who's good. My thinking is, they just said, Michael Keaton, talk about cars and racing for a while. Yeah, no, I don't think he was scripted. Definitely. No, it's He was told, like, nonsense. okay, you got to say this car and this car, and that's it. Other than that, it's complete nonsense. But I did find him entertaining. He was doing the Beetlejuice voice a little bit, which is fun. I, that's the thing about it, is I think it was really stupid, and it was a mess, Stop. for sure. <laughs> but I, I, and it was way too long. That was the biggest problem, was way too long. If this had been 90 minutes, I would have complained about everything. Yep. I just complained about far less. I, I did ultimately think it was a good time for the type of movie it's supposed oh, yeah. to be. Because, I mean, look, I didn't expect it to really? be great or good. Yeah, for sure. Those car chases were worth it. And as I said, especially if you could chop it down. I mean, it's all about expectation. In the grand scheme of movies, yeah, it's horrible. But in terms of what it's supposed to be, which is just a, a, a high-speed car fantasy, <clears throat> again, it's way below the Fast and Furious movies, but I thought the chases were amusing. And even though none of the characters had any like human personality traits, I did feel that uh, Michael Keaton, Imogen, Imogen Poots, and... Uh, uh, Aaron Paul are all compelling enough people that I at least enjoyed watching them more than I would. You know what I wanted to see? The, say the people in Octave Fowler. I, so, like, I do. I don't think it's a good movie. No, but I do think if you like this type of thing, it's worth a look. You know what I wanted to see? I want to see the all Michael Keaton movie. I just want yeah. him where he cause yeah, comes up the first race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs more. Yeah, he needs to work more. He, Michael he, Keaton. For he sure. figures out the rules of the. De Leon and, yeah. and he's like I'm going to call it the De Leon yeah. you're not Italian or French I don't care De Leon now mm-hmm. okay Michael Keaton it's all going to be American cars okay Michael Keaton I have no American car interest god damn it I wanted only American mm-hmm. it, it, numerous times in the movie he's like that's right this is what the race is all about American rubber and American there's cars. no there's no American cars there mm-hmm. you think there's going to be American car but they yeah. fix they, that yeah, yeah yeah for no reason yeah. I, I will give them at least that they tied it into other parts of the film. Sort of. The, the end kind of came around, I guess. Yeah. He could have just left the car kind in the police station and walked away. And he didn't need to do the race at all. Yeah. And it is at least laughably bad. Yeah, it's pretty like, bad. These are things that we're talking about now. In our yeah, I didn't know that uh, police officers were allowed to use their cars to block oh, yeah, As battering rams. Yeah. 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 What I love is, what I love is the final race. that They try one thing Let's try a blockade. They're going mm. too fast for spike strips. I'm like, no, they're not. It's mm. spike strips. <laughs> uh, then the best thing is, like, they tried that one blockade. It didn't work. 
authorized legal force. I'm like, that's not how the police department works. No, no. It, it does in Need for Speed Rivals. So yes. I guess, yeah, I guess it is accurate in that sense. True to the source material. True to the oh, source yeah. material. I but guess. No, in no, no time as the police officer said, we tried blocking, block it one car thing, and he he went past it. So can we just kill them? Yeah. yeah okay. Just yeah, but, just but put your empty police cars in the road. Wouldn't you be expecting that to happen if you were playing the game? Wouldn't you be disappointed sure. if the cops weren't like? Let's just leave them alone. Homicidal? You'd, you'd want the cops to chase you with Because in real life, if that race was going on, the cops would be like, let's just stand back. Mm. This is insane. Yeah. I, but it's based you're, on you're asking for logic in yeah. a space where none exists. Mm. And I'm, that's my problem with the film. That's at least one of my problems with the film. Oh, 100%. My other problem is that every time someone opened up their mouth, I will give Aaron Paul credit. Mm. I think he had the best lines in the film, and every mm. time he talked, okay. But most of his, his lines were like, Mm, like groans of like <laughs> oh, yes. he even at one point had to do the hardest thing for ever any actor to do which is fall on his knees and shout no to the sky as loud as he could and he kind of was okay with that yeah he was okay with that yeah. so I mean I give him credit he definitely is a compelling screen presence it Dominic much, Cooper wasn't a bad bad guy yeah no he wasn't terrible this movie would be way worse if it was like Zac Efron in his role and, yeah and uh, and uh, what's it Dra- Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter in the villain's role which is entirely possible that that kind of movie so I mean that's all when I say that I had some enjoyment out of it I don't want it Sound like you enjoyed it? Yeah, don't want it to be. No, I did enjoy it, but I don't want to make it sound like it's it's an excellent film that I feel is is a strong (laughs) representation. I just think as you know, it's all about expectations. There are worse things. Yeah, there are worse things. It's no Fast and the Furious movie, but Death Camps. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, there aren't enough physical stunts done anymore. CGI is something that everyone's getting very tired tired of. I think that Scott Wow would be an amazing guy to be like a second unit oh, director second, yeah, if, if he had or a, someone yeah. who was in, who was coming in and helping uh, stage all the action scenes with a filmmaker who could then go off and tell this, be in charge of the story and characterization. I think he's not without talent. I just think at this point it seems as though that's all he's capable of doing, yeah. and that's becoming a problem. And also. It's unfortunate just in that it's yet another video game film adaptation where they pick something that has no story to lend itself yeah. to being translated to the film medium, which is why the reputation of these adaptations are so bad is because we're de- aside from something like Silent Hill or Resident that Evil... Had a, we, the bad thing with Silent Hill was they could have just taken the direct storyline of the game... Mm. Without changing anything, yeah, and made a better movie than that movie. Well, the first one was okay. The, first the, one was, the second one yeah, was really bad. The second bad. one was awful. The second, second one was just uh, the second one was really, really bad. Just horrible. So that's that's and so it's really unfortunate because I think the general public thinks I was based on a video game. This is garbage, but they shouldn't because especially now there are so many series like I don't know, like Uncharted or BioShock. God of War could be a good game. God well, of War, the definitely. Last of Us movie, right? So yeah. we'll see how that Yeah, and the Last of Us. Sam Raimi's working on that one. So. Yeah, yeah, it's Sam Raimi's company. So there's enough. Yeah, there's a, there's enough. There, there, I I feel like there are enough opportunities for an actual good movie to be made out of a game. Now we just have to stop basing it on brand loyalty because that's just a recipe for disaster that keeps happening again and again and again and again. They basically bought Need for Speed to call the movie Need for Speed, well, not it, it because was, there was any interest in that. It was actually says. EA, according to Scott Wall when I talked to him. Yeah. That wrote the script. That makes me sad, actually. Mm. Yeah, EA actually had the script written and then went to wherever it is they sell scripts. Yeah, I DreamWorks don't know. was the one that bought it. Yeah, and DreamWorks yeah. was the one who ended up buying it and yeah. uh, turned it into a movie. Uh, and I think the script is actually my biggest problem with the film because mm. 
all the lines except for you know Paul or Aaron Paul like being angry every once in a while are given to all those other yeah. like secondary characters mm-hmm. who are all just so bad at being Anything. people. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's like I I think what probably happened is. This was probably the script for one of their Need for Speed games they rejected. And, like, we have this lying around. Mm. Does someone possibly want to do this? I don't know. Maybe make a movie? Mm. Yeah. DreamWorks will buy it. Okay, let's give them that. Mm. This was, the like, the bad script from the run. This was the one that we are going to do. <laughs> Which, considering what the run actually ended up being, is kind of a really, like, damning statement yeah. out of your mouth. Mm. I don't know. I... I just can't get past the fact that, sure, there's like 45 minutes that, if someone was to cut together, could be entertaining to watch. And I probably will end up on YouTube in a couple of years mm. when the DVD comes out. Mm. But I told Brendan this when we d- talked about this on I Got Game. Um, I had one character in this film that I enjoyed above all of them. Mm. And the character's name was Susan. Now, Brendan, you remember who Susan yes, is because we had this conversation. Mm. Yep. But I don't think anyone else at this table remembers who Susan is. Nope. No? I didn't see the movie. So. <laughs> Melanie, can you remember who Susan was? No. Susan was the plane. Susan was right. one of the mechanics. Oh, right. <laughs> one I'm, I'm one gonna... of the mechanics had a plane, a Cessna he called Susan, mm-hmm. who's my favorite character, because that character did not say anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have one final gripe I have to bring up before you're done. Why the hell was he put to mili- the guy that was yeah. flying Susan? Why was he put in military jail if he was actually a military pl- pilot? Because he borrowed the helicopter. Yeah, borrowed the helicopter and dangled a sports car from him. But he had a co-pilot. Both of them would be in jail. The co-pilot would be like, nah, dude, I'm just locking you up. Why would they let him watch the race in jail? Yeah, Yeah. another thing. He got an iPad to watch the race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the best part. It's Mm -hmm. like, here's this custom (laughs) software for the secret race, which apparently everybody has, even though it is designed specifically to show off this race. Yes. Mm. It comes pre-installed <laughs> on every iPod. piece of electronics delayed in the hospital. Yep. She wanted something to watch it on, found it. Prison guys found it. Oh, uh, There was other groups. I know there's other groups. Mm. The mechanics probably had some. Oh, yeah, they did. It, it made no sense. Mm. The also, movie makes no sense. Best part. I, I, this is a spoiler, so spoiler alert. The next spoil yeah, the entire yeah, thing. Away everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm so spoiling alert in this last episode. Why the hell would you have your secret race have a dead end? It's a you know. No, no, it's dumb. It's really dumb. I would do that just so that when the cops would catch up with you, because it'd be <laughs> hilarious. Yes. All the racers would just get caught, or they'd go off the cliff. If you are this like you know great race car driver that the movie says Aaron Paul is, yeah. why wouldn't you just drive past or? Okay, so I have to go inside the dead end. Why don't I just go inside the dead end, then turn out again. around, drop the car off in front of the police station, walk away, and not spend six months in jail again yes. for what? Well, he couldn't get no, away because he went back to help the other people. No, I'm going to throw it out there. If you were in jail and they knew you didn't do the first crime that was longer, was it two years? Yeah. 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 They would just give him time served. They'd say, well, we took two years of your life away. You were innocent. Mm-hmm. You did six months worth of thing. We're just going to call it good. We're even. It would be time served. You've already served two years for a crime you didn't do. Well, That's what would happen. Even allowing all that, why on earth would, after him spending two prison terms for reckless driving, <laughs> yes. be allowed to peel away from the prison yes. in a high-speed car? There's a lot of logic issues. Ford needs to sell 2015 <laughs> yeah. Mustangs. Right. 
and that they're are, not going to buy themselves. Yeah. That are supposed to be Shelby Mustang, which are not. Yeah. That was not a Shelby Mustang. Yeah. So not a great movie. No. 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 I wonder if they. I wonder what they will do with the Shelby brand going forward. Because the one thing this film got right was that there was a expert tuner named Carol Shelby who passed away in 2012. Right. Who is known for helping the Ford. Basically, every big manufacturer has their sort of tuning house. Mm. And when it came to Ford, you went to Carroll Shelby. And now that he's gone, that's the question I have walking away from this film. <laughs> really? What will happen Just to Shelby Just one Grant? question you had walking away no, from this movie? No. Here's the thing. I could have questions. You just don't care? I just... I realize that they don't have answers. They don't, yeah, no. That's true. I don't so think, I, don't I just they sit care. there and go, just don't watch this. Mm-hmm. Just, just avoid this. Like... If you have day one tickets, you still have time to return them. Like, just, just no. No. So I would say if you have day one tickets. Just go see it anyways. Just go 40 minutes late. Yeah. Wait 40 minutes. Try to time it so you get in when Errol Parham gets out of prison. And then you've got an hour and a half of, of, okay. of, of chases within chases within chases. Even even then, there was times where nothing made sense, and that rubbed me the wrong way well, as well. Of course, but I was giggling about it. Still am. <laughs> Are you sure those went to Twizzlers? <laughs> I'm not saying I was supposed to giggle, about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, no, it's it's not great. But I, I eh, it's not yeah. its charm. Are you gonna watch it again? Better though? than Tokyo Drift. I would watch a couple scenes again, yeah. certainly. Ooh, I've never you, watched if, the whole movie all the way through. If, if you put these up together side by side, I'm not entirely sure Tokyo Drift would, would not be the better film. I, I kind of want to see a supercut of these two films put together as Tokyo, one movie. Tokyo Drift's At least Tokyo Drift has some funny characters in Not it. really. No, it doesn't. No. The guy was always eating. No. Wasn't he there? No, maybe, but it didn't matter. The Asian guy. It has some moderately amusing characters, but at least but it doesn't Everyone have else nearly as many car chases as well. Yeah. Also, he's yeah. like a kid... That's involved with the ma. What the? F- what the hell? Yeah, it's not a great movie. Either. It's a bad movie. Yeah, we should let Brian go though. I think he has uh, appointments. Yeah. yeah, I have actually stuff that actually has to get done. If it doesn't get done, you'll see more of me because I will lose my job. Well, we okay, want, we don't want you to do that. Well, so. first he's going to talk about Titanfall because that's next. Right. And then you may go. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have one more movie to talk about before Brian talks about Titanfall. So All we right. have to sit tight a little longer. <laughs> what is it, Phil? Okay. Um, it is uh, the new Wes Anderson film, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Which opens this week. Do you guys like Wes Anderson? I like Wes Anderson. We're, we're talking about, like, um, this is... Oh my god, I can't believe the, I just forgot the names of like all of his movies. Uh, Ball Rocket, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums. Rushmore, Bombs. right, yeah, Royal Tenenbaums, yes. Logic, this is, Life this is Aquatic. Wes Anderson? Yes. yes, okay, yes, then I yes, love yes, yes. Oh, the, uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I love the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Limited. <laughs> yeah, all, so, yeah, it, as if you've seen a Wes Anderson movie, you know exactly what to expect because they're all pretty much the same. He's kind of become a new Woody Allen where all the movies look the same, sound the same, feel the same, and are all variations on a theme, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because he is certainly unique and very talented. So this one is, as the title suggests, about the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is a hotel in a fictional European country. Um, Now, to get there, the film starts with Tom Wilkinson. We then flash back to Tom Wilkinson as a younger man, played by Jude Law, who is talking to F. Murray Abraham, 
which we then flash back again to F. Mary Abraham as a teenager working as a lobby boy in the Grand uh, Budapest Hotel for Ray Fiennes, who is, in fact, the protagonist of the movie. So we're three layers deep before the story now, starts. Now, who does Bill Murray play? I know he has He's to be there. He's okay. in the cameo. That's he better, plays yeah. one of the okay. heads of the... Uh, it's more of like a Royal Tenenbaums type, okay. showing up, cool, cool. doing a little Bill Murray type deal. So, yeah, so Ray Fiennes plays the uh, slapsticky uh, hotel manager of the Grand Budapest. He um, is incredibly anal, but incredibly good at his job. And uh, when the only other passion he has in life beyond running a hotel as expertly as possible is uh, sleeping with the rich old ladies that stay at the hotel. Wow. One of whom, okay. is, one of whom is played by Tilda Swinton, who's just covered Ooh. in pan- pan- pancake makeup until she looks like an old lady. Wow. She yeah. dies. Turns out she owns the hotel, leaves the hotel, and a priceless painting to rave finds. The only problem is all her children, who look like they were painted by Edward Gorey, are not thrilled by that. That is In cool. particular, the wow. eldest son, played by Adrian Brody, and his assistant, played by Willem Dafoe, who's essentially playing a human rat. And oh, okay. oh, Willem Dafoe is human out. rat. I'm oh, so old. Oh, my God. I'm so totally going to watch they this movie. Set, they set out to get revenge and to stop Ray Fiennes from getting his priceless painting and his inheritance, at which point the film turns into an adventure story, which I was not expecting, Woo-hoo. but was quite lovely. Um, so as you expect from any Wes Anderson movie, it's designed within an inch of its life. It doesn't look like real life. It almost looks like a cartoon just with people acting within the rigidly composed frames. That's great. That's fine. That's yeah. fun. And this one in particular is incredibly well put together. It almost, yeah, it, like I I'd say it's about as stylized as Fantastic Mr. Fox, even though Fantastic Mr. Fox was a cartoon. The action scenes are a lot of fun because he shot everything in studio, like an old-fashioned Hollywood product, so it's all done with old miniature effects. Oh, wow. And they're quite good. There's, like, a a chase on a ski slope. There's a prison break with Harvey Keitel. There's, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a heck of a lot of fun. Jeff Goldblum shows up. It's everything you'd really want from this type of movie. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's one of his best, just because at his best, like Rushmore or even the more recent Moonrise Kingdom, I find. Okay, them, yeah, I, I was going to ask what yeah. you thought of Moonrise Kingdom. Love it. So okay. I think like that Royal Tenenbaums, even Bottle Rocket, they have a uh, certain emotional resonance to them. Feels personal, feels human, mm-hmm. and uh, they're very powerful. In addition to being quirky and funny and beautifully designed, this one's not that. There are a couple touching moments, but it's mostly just a romp. But a wonderful romp, a hell of a lot of fun. How, how does it compare to the Darjeeling Limited? I, I actually quite like that movie. It's my least favorite, I okay. would say. Um, what did you like about Jared and Jeeling Limited? Um, I, I did like actually the dynamic between the three brothers. It's like gotcha. I, I just I just thought that the antagonism that they all had for I each see what other you're saying. and the yeah. way that that gradually evolved over the course of the movie. I, I like the way yes. he handled that. So. I agree with. I, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That I do like that element of the movie quite as well. Mm-hmm. I should retract my statement and say my least favorite is uh, Life Aquatic, not that one. Oh, okay. I still enjoy. It. I like all of them. Um, <laughs> I really like Life Aquatic. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I like Life Aquatic. Uh, I enjoy all of them. And yeah, one just, thing connected. So and one thing connected to Life Aquatic is Wes Anderson's gotten a lot better at doing action scenes. Um, there's actually even some violence and some murder in oh, Grand wow, Budapest okay. Hotel, which is nice. But anyway, to address your uh, point regarding the Grand Budapest Hotel, that's what I'm talking about. that's lacking in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I find he's really good at playing out human relationships in touching ways, even though the characters are so arch and cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one doesn't really have any of that. Okay. It's just all sort of slapstick sillies, but it is possibly the most fun and funny of all his films. Okay. So that compensates it. There's also a really cool thing where, like I said, they did all the chases with miniature effects, which I really like. Very obviously artificial. What was also cool is they shot a lot of scenes um, with the actors and sort of long shot in that... Um, I forget what it's called. I, 
it's a certain frame rate technique that they used in social network that actually makes real life look like miniatures. Do you guys know what I'm talking I about? I have no it's idea. It's a type of photography. It's a really cool effect. It's basically like a certain type of shallow focusing. I wish I could think of what it's called right this second. But it makes uh, actual life look like tiny miniature models. He shoots his actors like that as well. And then it inserts them into the miniatures. And then the miniatures are done with it. That is so cool. It's a really cool okay. technique. It's a really, I'm so really cool sold technique. on this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, no, it is a hell of a lot of fun. Okay. And uh, I highly, highly, highly yeah. recommend it. Um, that Blu-ray will be mine. Certainly over Need for Speed. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's yeah. a given. I'm yeah. totally buying this Blu-ray. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no. If you like Wes Anderson, he's still kicking. And I do. Yes. And so. uh, I yeah, I'd say this is probably one of the most fun things he's made. Okay. Um, I do. Yeah. I, I do think he's sort of probably around Royal Town of Bound sort of hit the limit of his talent of what he does. Fair We're enough. Just sort of seeing him repeat, but mm-hmm. he's so unique and so good at it that I can care less. And hopefully next time. So you you actually weren't that big a fan of the Fantastic Mr. Fox? Thing, no, or? really enjoy yeah. it. Because, I mean, that is post-Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so I'm not saying yeah, I hate all the ago. movies after that. I'm just saying Royal Tenenbaums and Rushmore are as good a movie he's ever going to make. Mm. You can make movies that approach that or yeah. as, are as good. I just think that's... He will never surpass. No, okay. not going to surpass. And that's fine. Yeah. And this movie doesn't, but it's great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, check it out. Nice. All right. So not as heavy as Moonrise Kingdom. Because Moonrise Kingdom could actually no. feel pretty heavy at it, times. It did, and that's what I was missing. Is yeah. I love when okay. he can make movies that are this ornate and goofy mm-hmm. and funny, but also make you cry, tear your heart up, make mm-hmm. you cry. Yep. Grand Budapest Hotel is not going to make you do okay. that. Okay. Right. But it is going to make you want to have really nice cakes. I'm I like cakes. Totally I totally get love the blue cake. Yes, I'm getting mm-hmm. this Blu-ray. Wow, yeah. yeah. I do love cake, Phil. It's a good time. I know. Yeah. Everyone cool. likes cake. Wes nice. Anderson. <laughs> so that's that. Thank you, Phil. You're welcome, Mel. All right, Brian, I know you've been playing Titanfall a lot, so let's hear about it. Oh, okay. You start by shaking your head. That's not a good sign. Is it the be-all, end-all for the Xbox One? No. Why not? Because it's a first-person shooter. What were you expecting? The be-all, end-all for the Xbox One. Well, then you need something else. You need something more than Call of Duty with mechs. And let's face it. I mean, all all the elements are here. Instead of perks, they have burn carts, which are basically one-off uses of run faster, get your tank quicker, you know, have a better gun, stuff like that. They have the tanks themselves, but this isn't like heavy gear or something where the mechs have their own feeling. It's basically you are now in a bigger Call of Duty guy. And then they have the like actual you're on foot, but you have a jump jet. Oh, so so it's it's almost as if you were playing Shadow of the Colossus in Call of Duty, where you're the Colossus? <laughs> Not that far, but it's hard to explain because the times really don't matter all that much for a game called Titanfall. I spend most of my time ignoring the fact that I can now pull down a Titan and I stay as a pilot because as a pilot, man, you are just getting some awesome weaponry that is designed to take down these Titans. And if you are a big Titan, everyone can see you. If you are a small pilot, well, I'm just hiding behind this door and like the three guys who are... Getting Titans have no idea where I am, so I tend to last a little longer on foot doing that than getting a Titan. It's well, maybe that's why it's called Titanfall. It's all about making Titans fall. Exactly. Yeah. And I have actually had probably more success making them fall on foot than I have in Titan. I get in the Titan every once in a while. And I like whatever's happening. Like just shoot guys until Titans fall over, and mm. that's great. But I don't really feel like that's where the majority of my work happens when I'm playing in Titanfall. I feel like I get more stuff done as a pilot. And by pilot, that's like your name for when you're on 
foot, mm-hmm. even though you're on foot with like a jump jet pack and a gun, they still call you pilot because there's three things. There's pilots who are players, there's specters who are slightly better AI, and then there are grunts, which are really dumb AI, and those guys are basically there just to be shot. The specters can damage you a little bit. They are slightly better at doing that, but the pilots are, or, but the grunts are just literally, I'm a target. I'm a moving target, and that's it. Um, okay, just just out of curiosity, did you have any sort of revelationary gaming experience the first time you played Halo or Call of Duty? I'm thinking back to Call of Duty. I do remember Halo being very impressive. Okay, the Halo scope impressive. of Halo was insane. Okay, so when you the first time you sat down and you play that, it was kind of like you know shaft of light shone down from the heavens, and there was like a heavenly choir going. It's like yes, this is next generation gaming for the moment. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Okay, that's, but that's, you did, but you didn't get that when you sat down to play Titanfall. Like, no, see, that's yes, the weird thing. This that, is next generation gaming for the moment. I'm trying to figure out what everyone was talking about during the beta because everything that I heard was, "This is the future of yeah, game. Exactly, this is yeah. so amazing." Yeah, this and, and is I'll what I'm honest. hearing. So I'll, I'll be honest. It's a nice to put together piece of software. It's mm-hmm. not that bad as a first person shooter, but from what you're, from what at least I heard from other people. I was expecting to have one of those situations where when I'm not playing Titanfall, I'm thinking about Titanfall. You know, I'm, yeah, you're dreaming I'm, about Titanfall. I'm having dreams about Titanfall. I'm seeing at work going, is it done yet? Can I go play Titanfall? I'm not, not having happen. that with Titanfall. It's a solidly put together like game. It's, Do you think if you were a 14-year-old kid who just got his Xbox One in November, then you might be thinking, i got to go back home from school and play more Titanfall? I, I don't even know if I can answer that like, question. I mean, I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. Could it could it just be that you're just too jaded with first-person shooters now? You've got too much experience with the genre to. I think that might actually be part of it. I think the fact that um, in this year alone, well, not this year, but let's say in the last 365 days alone, there has been a Call of Duty that I've played. There's been a Battlefield that I've played. There's been, for Pete's sakes, Plants vs. Zombies: Garden Warfare. Mm, right. Yeah. I was expecting something more something different and you know to sit here and say well there are giant robots and that does not make it that that different makes me sound like a crazy person Mm -hmm. but to be honest I was playing as basically any Call of Duty game any Call of Duty game I played I was playing that way in the Titan it didn't really change things that much I ran over a few people every once in a while Um, did it look pretty? Oh, it looks very pretty. Okay. Yeah, what, what about performance issues? Because like I've been hearing from some people that you're seeing screen tearing, you're seeing some drops in frame rate when there are too many mechs in I have the seen some drops in frame rate. Okay. Um, I haven't noticed any screen tearing, but load yeah. times are insane. Yeah. Like, everything is really? load time. Okay. Load into right. the menu. Because everything is also connected mm-hmm. to Microsoft's network. So yeah. everything is load into the menu and then load into a lobby and then load into the game. So power of the cloud is actually slowing things down? I can't really answer that question because I'm not like a network mm-hmm. technician, so I, I don't really know how it works. I'm just saying that there are a lot of load times, and they take a while okay. to get through. That's one of my biggest complaints of Timefall so far. Um, I don't know. What's, it's, what's, it's the, what's the story mode like for this game? Because I know that they've got a pseudo-story mode of sorts. They're not calling it a single-player campaign. Because it's not. Although it says like 
play campaign or something like the word campaign right. yeah okay is on that option this is what i've heard and it's nine maps where you are basically thrown into a multiplayer session mm-hmm. against six other people because every game in time fall is six plus six right okay six humans on six humans filled out by those uh grunts or those specters i talked about earlier right. which are not human controlled mm-hmm. they are both of those are just bots um and then you just like, well, we're going to have a hardpoint control match where you have to control three different little bases. Or we're going to have attrition where you have to kill more people on the other team than die in your team in order to win. And while that's happening, uh, dude that you don't really recognize or know who he is or understand is talking to you about how we have to take this base so that ships that you never see can get refueled. Okay. That's the weird thing. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, we're going to go underneath the ground and sneak past them while you engage them on the surface. Okay. And then, you know, you start fighting and you have a fight on the top with, on the surface with, like, the six other people on the, the other team and your five people on your team and yourself. And then as you do that, you get periodic messages either that are like, yeah, keep that going because your work on the surface is really helping us underneath the ground. Or if you're losing... Guys, you got to fight harder because we really need to get this stuff underground done. And it's really, it's a lot of stuff that is happening away from the battlefield. You're just getting messages about okay. it. And it tells a story. It's Do not a care? great story. Okay, so you don't care. It, it doesn't, it's, it's really hard to explain without ruining things. Although I don't really know if the campaign of Titanfall is really the draw of yeah. the game. But... Okay, now now here is my other concern is that you know, like a lot of people are wondering about the value of this thing because it is a sixty dollar game that is strictly multiplayer. Yes, and I think There's it's sixty dollars no on Xbox and like three sixty and Xbox yeah. One. I think that, Although no the three sixty version is not out yet, yeah. so it's just the Xbox One version. Ooh, yeah. That's what I want. The, the three sixty yeah. version comes out like two weeks later. Is has been right? made. Like I don't remember the exact date. Yeah. I mean, if someone had a computer, my cell phone's dead. Which, by okay. the way, you guys need better security because I was able to get through here without being able to look up what the passcodes were on my phone. I just talked my way through two lanes of security, so you guys probably should get that looked at. But, um, a trusting face. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's I'm white. Mm-hmm. What, well, too far? Okay. No, 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 no. It's like, usually I would be the one to say that. Mm-hmm. It's like, because you're white, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Okay, I probably should not go down that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, so, so yeah. So we were talking like you know, yeah, sixty dollars for a single, you know, for a multiplayer only game. Like, and what, what are yeah, your I mean, thoughts if, about that? If you that? want to have a multiplayer only shooter, if mm-hmm. that's what, if you're the guy who plays Call of Duty all the time, mm-hmm. then one man, my condolences. But two, like here you go. Here is more of that. Here is this time you have giant robots. And those don't have as much of an impact on gameplay as I thought they were going to have. Mm-hmm. I guess because you have to balance it so that when you're not in a robot, it's still fun. Yeah. But doing that kind of takes away the point of the robot altogether. Or no, no, do, you, do you think, though, that the guys that like playing Call of Duty will like this? Oh, or, it's is, or, is the, or is the inclusion of the robots so they'll be like, no, that's science fiction. I just want to stick with my modern warfare and I don't like this setting because but it's sci-fi. It, in the last Call of Duty, you went to space. so Yeah, in single player. I mean, In single player, yeah. could be sure, yeah. So. Or if you want a multiplayer game where you have, like, Titans, you can go on PSN and buy a $10 Starhawk. Yeah, and there play with me. Well, yeah. Okay, Starhawk has robots. A little aggressive it there. It's, it's got okay. some giant robots. It has mechs. It's only $10, and I need people yeah. to play with And those giant robots fly. They so. do fly. Yeah. Oh. 
I, I, I had a great time with, uh, with uh, Starhawk. It was, it was a wonderful game. Um, thinking back, I might have enjoyed it more than I do Titanfall. Whoa! Okay. Really? The campaign wow! Was you just said. I that, don't really. Okay. I don't really remember playing the campaign. The campaign at all. was. It felt incomplete. I just remember like the campaign was a tutorial. Yeah. yeah. Which I, in a, in a sense, I guess the campaign in this is also a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Although there it is an actual tutorial, which I remember being my uh, favorite part of, of Titanfall so far. <laughs> is playing the, uh, the you know, like run through this maze as a parkour guy. Kind of goes back to, I don't know. Mirror's Edge, kind of a Mirror's Edge feeling, if you will. Mm, okay. That's kind of what the training was like. And mm-hmm. then at the very end, they throw you into Mac and say, hey, defeat all these Macs in order to keep going and get past the training level. Man, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Titanfall was supposed to be a huge event. Well, it's it's certainly being marketed that way, yeah. It's, so. It doesn't feel like a huge event. Okay. Do you feel that, do you think that any part of it is just that this is a genre that you adamantly dislike? So perhaps no, that it's, is it's lost not on one you? that I dislike. In fact, yeah. I've always enjoyed first-person shooters. Okay. Um, as I recognize that all the shelving that you guys have is the exact same shelving I just spent last weekend playing my sister's room, but <laughs> uh, never mind. My, I helped my sister move into a new place. but Good times. Uh, same shelving. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, first-person shooting is a genre that I do enjoy. Yeah. I have no problems with it. I don't know. I feel like after all the other shooters that I've gotten for the last 365 days, that this is just another one. Gotcha. This Nothing isn't that something. makes it unique. The robots really, like, the robots should make it unique, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think. But I didn't really feel like that. I mean, like, the robots had, I, I just don't feel like the robots had that much of an impact on how I played the game. As I said before, I went out of my way to not get into one of those giant robots because mm-hmm. every, um, person is given an anti-robot gun, which wrecks heck on those robots. Mm. There is one specifically that's kind of like um, an assault rifle, I guess. Like The one you start off with is just this giant missile launcher, which does some decent damage, but it's kind of slow. Mm. It takes a while for you to reload that thing. Mm. But the second one, when you get, I don't know, two or three ranks higher, is basically just this gun that fires all these, like, anti-Titan rounds and just unloads on that Titan and you are doing so much damage. Just this little dude hiding behind the corner. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy to hide behind that corner and just pop out and fire. Yeah, there right. are like pistols in this game that just auto-lock onto enemies. Is that right? Yeah. I was hearing one. about this. Yeah, so. yeah, There is one that does that. Mm-hmm. Sounds a bit uh, unbalanced as well, then. In what sense? In the sense that <clears throat> if you have that one gun that's pretty well all you need to play because it's it's eliminating the max which should be the primary draw to the whole game well that one gun it will take out the um robot control the ai guys pretty quickly right but when you're against another pilot yeah you have to unload a lot to okay. take out another pilot that's that's the workaround for that i see um and pretty much any gun will take down pilot pretty quickly because it is pretty much call of duty like i said yeah so all the guns will take you down pretty quickly. No one is a bullet sponge in this game. Right. But to get around that whole thing about, hey, we got this gun that will just lock on to the people, they just make you shoot that gun more often in order for it to, to be as lethal. So, I don't know, guys. Sounds I mean, pretty disappointing. I, it's, it does sound a little bit disappointing. I really wanted it's it It's not to. disappointing. See, that's the thing. And I, I, I'm it's just not over-exciting. It's, it's just not the religious experience yeah. that yeah, some see, people were expecting. I think me and Wayne were talking about this earlier, that you know, the, the Xbox One 
um, and the PlayStation 4 have both had sort of a a game that's been touted as being sort of the game changer for the Xbox One. It was Timefall for mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation 4. It's the second set. It's the new Infamous game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think either of those really are going to be... I can definitely tell you that Titanfall really isn't a game changer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Second Son is going to be a game changer. I just think that both consoles, for one reason or the other, be it marketing or fanboyism or whatever, needed something to rally behind. Mm-hmm. And as a result, the legend has become bigger than the actual product itself. Yeah. Has any game that's ever actually been hyped as being the game changer actually been a game changer? It's normally stuff that comes out of surprise, isn't mm-hmm. it? How hyped was WoW when it first came out? I can't remember. Yeah, that was pretty hyped, I guess. And Wii Sports was pretty hyped. Yeah. Did what did well, job. WoW was kind of hyped. Um, yeah. Just because yeah. it's like, once people got through the beta, um, you know, like it spread like wildfire. Everybody was like, you know, it was like this is the MMO that's going to change all MMOs. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. Um, Although, that, that ironically, was it, it wasn't really anything new. It was just a, yeah. a culmination of all sorts of, you know, best practices that yeah. no one had ever put together was, before. Yeah. Right. Um, You're still early in the like lifespan. Halo, though. maybe? I mean, it's like, you know, Halo pretty much that's true. changed the landscape. That's true. Halo did, and that's what yeah. everyone said it was going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but then again, as, as Phil said... Um, so early. It, it was pretty early, but also really wasn't um, sort of marketed as that game changer. It kind of just became... Oh, that was the just a hype changer. thing. Or, yeah, yeah okay, there was, I see. Was there ever really any hype around Halo? I thought it just... It was sort of oh, Halo? Nice. Totally. That's what they sold the Xbox yeah. with. Yeah, yeah I mean, Halo yeah. was the ambassador for the Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get an okay. Xbox because of Halo. And, yeah. and okay. also, if that's, if that's true, then, then there you go. There's a perfect example. Yeah. At, I, at the I time, it was also because still, you know, Microsoft was still yeah. you know, kind of lording it over Apple going, we bought Halo from mm-hmm. you guys. Because it was originally going to come right. out on the Macs. That's right. That's it was right. supposed yeah. to be a Mac. Game. But yeah. still. I still remember Steve first introducing Halo and yeah. saying, this is going to be a Mac exclusive. Was that supposed to be an RTS, too? Originally. And then they changed it over to a first-person shooter. And then... And, you know, it became the poster boy for Mac. Right. And Steve was introducing it, and he was like, this is only available on the Mac. And then Microsoft suddenly saw it, freaked out, and basically bought it. Yeah. And took it away from Apple yeah. and put it on the Xbox, and the rest is history. Yeah, so. but still, that's only one example we can think of where what was hyped as the game changer actually was. Yeah, that is true. So um, basically, don't believe the, the only other The only other thing that I can really think of might be, like, the PlayStation era when Metal Gear Solid came out. Mm-hmm. Because that one was, like... There were previews, and there was one of the few early games back in that day where they released a demo ahead of time right. on certain you know magazines and stuff yep. like that. And people that played the demo and all of the press, they were just like, Metal Gear Solid is this totally amazing game. It's going to change so many things. And then it came out, and, and it the did. huge accolades, and everybody was like, Metal Gear Solid! So, you know, that's that's the only other title I can think of where people yeah. hyped it to hell, yeah. and then it lived up to the hype. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Well, my fear is that people walk away from this going, oh, that Titanfall game doesn't seem that great. Well, mechanically, it's fine. Mm-hmm. In fact, my review isn't quite done yet, but I'm kind of leaning towards an 8 out of 10 uh-huh. for quality. I think that's a pretty high mark of quality. Yeah, see, yeah, because I was expecting, when I first talked to you about, you know, so what do you think of Titanfall? I was initially expecting you to say, I haven't slept in 48 hours because this <laughs> game is so good. And then no, I, you were I, quite well rested. Cause I, I actually, yeah, well, for 48 straight out. So. Yeah, well, last night I actually I slept in a little bit and I. I have a pissed off puppy at me because I didn't have time to take her for a walk after I got up because I slept in so much. Okay. Um, but no, it, if I had lost any sleep, it would not have been over Titanfall. Okay. I mean, I can go to Titanfall right now and I can play a game and it's going to be fun, but it's just going to be, oh, well, that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, here is a life changing experience in gaming. It's not that. It's, okay. 
it's well put together, mm-hmm. but the hype has definitely outlasted or outweighed the actual game itself. Okay. Uh-huh. But I still, if you're looking for a shooter, mm-hmm. like I don't think you'll go wrong putting your money down for Timefall. Okay. I think you'll have fun. I just you know, still for the hardcore right. Xbox fanboys. You know, even you just saying something like that pretty much means automatic <laughs> crucifixion at uh-huh. this point because you know you're supposed to hype it beyond all reason, <laughs> well, and you're not. I'm so, not. I'm not going to because okay. I, I honestly don't think that's deserving of that much effort. I think they took the team that made Call of Duty, and I think that team can do one thing really well, and I think they threw robots in for giggles, but. I don't know. Maybe if they did, as I said, I, I brought up Heavy Gear hoping somebody would have, like, jumped at that. Heavy Gear, MechWarrior. I mean, I spent most of my college, not my college, sorry, my high school time. I played Battlefield in college. Back in high school, I mean, I did organize MechWarrior 4 matches through a site called MechWarrior Online. I think it was MechWarriorOnline.com. Uh, something like that. There was, like, a league, and I was just like, oh, well. Oh, okay. I don't suppose you ever tried Steel Battalion? No. Okay. No. But Just I, curious. Okay. But I, I spent a lot of time, like, in the mechs, and I, I feel like I, perhaps there is no real actual, like, walking tank expert, but I, I feel like if there was, I may be in the running for it. That's how much experience I have with this. And my thought after that was, well, you guys just made giant walking tanks that play exactly like they were if I wasn't in a giant walking tank. You you really need to try Steel Battalion. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know of Steel Battalion. Yeah, that's that's the not... game with the ridiculous Well, yeah, it's, it's 300 bucks. Yeah. I don't have 300 bucks okay, to buy. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to know what? I did try Steel Battalion at that Ontario Science Center thing. Okay, all right. That so, was all right. Ontario Science Center okay. had their whole game on exhibit. Mm-hmm. I did actually sit there and like figure out how to turn the mech on and yeah. walk out there. Um yeah, no, I I got an Xbox after like long after that that came out. Like I got an Xbox, the original Xbox, like probably a year before yeah. the 360 was supposed to come the out. The crazy thing about that game was if your mech was in trouble and you did not push the eject button on that monster console controller, it actually exactly. deleted your save yeah. because you did not eject from your mech. So that's crappy. Yeah, which was a crazy game. That seems like that's an interesting thing to talk about, right? Yeah. I wish there was an interesting thing to talk about with the mechs inside of Titanfall. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. They, you can press a button and they move very quickly. They do a dash. Like, you can jump out of them. You can set them to sort of follow you around mm-hmm. or defend a point. But the AI is not that great, so they, oh, kind, okay. they kind of get hammered pretty hard when you're not inside the time itself. I don't know. It's, it's a well put together game. I just. I've done so many first-person shooters, and I this thing was hyped up so much that just at the very end, it's a decent game, but it's not going to be that life-changing experience people told you it okay. could be. All right, it's a very good first-person shooter, yeah. and I suspect neither is Infamous. So, yeah. no, no we'll, we'll see about that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be a religious experience either. So. No. no, no, and I don't, I'm not even really that big into the whole Infamous franchise myself. Mm-hmm. So, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't need it to be a life-changing experience, you know, as long as it doesn't one. suck. Then. Yeah, no, I just want it to be a solid... Okay. <laughs> you finish your sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I just want it to be a solid, infamous experience with the upgraded graphics and also proving more of what the system's capable of doing than the last one's capable of doing. And you're going to be streaming? Like, you're going to be streaming? Yeah, you're going to be streaming your game? 
It's like, you know, I'll, I'll add you to my friends list and then I'll just sit there waiting for it to say, Phil is streaming Infamous, and then I'll just jump in and watch you play. Okay, sure, we can do that. I'll try that. Phil's I want in on this. Streaming Infamous. Yeah. <laughs> now Phil's inviting his lay friends over. Yeah. <laughs> now Phil's having sex yeah. on the... Phil's <laughs> having sex on the PlayStation Network. And, and with that... Because <laughs> Russians have done it. So. Were Thank they Russians? Yeah, yeah they, they were. were. Thank Some you, Russian Brian, couple. for yeah. sharing your um, not super happy... Go lucky Titanfall experience not, as we experience. Not a revelation. Yeah. Not a revelation. Not but a revelation. ultimately positive, sounds yeah. like. Yeah. 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 It's a, yes, it is a very. It is worth your $60, gotcha. if nothing else. Go. There's, there you go. There's a it is friend. not worth your children, but it's okay. worth your $60. Yeah, that's a yeah. box club. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're worth this with an arrow pointing to the price tag. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that, yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. Uh, the rest of us haven't really been playing anything except Wayne's been playing something that doesn't. We don't really want to listen to no, right you now. Don't. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, I don't so, really want to talk about it. I've been playing Dark Souls. We'll wait on that till next week. And we'll week. wait until that next yeah. week. I'm going to so, be playing Metal Gear next week, though. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, next yeah. week will be chock full of what Metal you've been Gear playing. Yeah. Yeah, so. so, we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to this episode of CG. Actually, next week is our 100th episode. Yep. Oh, so yeah. we're going to be doing our favorites of this generation. I, I have no favorites. favorites. I hate them all. Yeah. So. Wayne hates yeah. everything. Wayne hates everything. Just imagine. Yeah. So next week will be a super special episode, probably a little longer, mm. as we'll have fun reminiscing in nostalgia mm-hmm. of our love for the past generation. Yep. Except for me, because I So maybe no news, but probably what we've been playing. And, yeah, because yeah. we'll yeah. want to hear about Unless Metal something Gear. really incredible yeah. happens to this West. I'm and sure. I wanna, and I'm going to want to talk about the Muppet movie. Yeah, exactly. Of yeah. course. Yeah, Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Muppets. Yeah, I we're all going to want to talk about the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love Muppets. <laughs> I'm on my own Muppet. Yeah. All right, so of course you can join us on all the social media. That's Twitter at CGM Plus, Facebook, facebook.com slash magazine, and Google Plus at google.com slash little plus sign CGMag Online. And of course, our regular website, CGMagOnline.com, where we have lots of great stuff. We have, what is it, 10 minutes of Scott, I believe, playing yep. Dark Souls? Yep. Scott was waiting by the window for that game to show up. He also, was all over it. We also mentioned there is an event coming up. I will. I, okay, that's okay. on the list. Yeah. Jeez. And we also have, uh, you did an interview with Aaron Paul, Phil, yep. and that's yep. on and the website. And the director as well. of Need for Speed that I just trashed. But, uh, <laughs> yep, interviewed them, and that's up on the website. That, if you couldn't get enough you were of very our. Nice to them, yeah. I was very, you were nice very, to very I nice. Was, I, was. I was amazed well, at the difference. I said, I really enjoyed the car chases, so that's yeah. just all I asked about. It's only, you know, they're <laughs> horrible people for making a horrible movie. They're just regular people that made a bad movie. Good stuff, though, and that's what we talked about. Yeah, that's true. Good car stuff. Also, as you know, I lost my train of thought because of Brendan. Uh-huh. Also, our sister podcast, These Warriors Are Terrible. Of course, you can always check them out on our website. Just look for the podcast tab and see These Warriors Are Terrible, the greatest RPG podcast you'll ever find of tabletop gaming. Isn't it the only one? It's the greatest. Okay. I didn't say it was the only one. I, I just think, said it, was I think the it actually greatest. is the only one. Is it really the I only one? I think it is, yeah. Really? All the, okay, the only one. Therefore, the greatest Maybe. and the worst. Don't trust me on that one. <laughs> I could be completely wrong. You could be completely wrong, but that's full of dramatic RPG tabletop goodness, so make sure you check that out. And, of course, we do have an event coming up in about three weeks on April 5th. The CGM crew, or a skeleton at least of the CGM crew, will be at Round. It's a place in Kensington Market here in Toronto. We'll be hosting just a little get-together. Come and have some food and listen to some awesome live Sega Genesis-inspired music, which is going to be awesome. Provided by the what? Blast process That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's a cute uh, name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cute name. Yeah. Wayne endorses them by their name. Well, if they're calling themselves Blast Processors, and, yeah, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Sega inspired. Music. There's an entire backstory. They've yeah. come from the future to help. They've come from the future 
but they missed the date. They were, basically, it's the Terminator, but they were trying to help Sega win the console wars, but they overshot the back the <laughs> oh, time okay. travel. Or they like undershot. I yeah, guess? they, had, uh, they yeah, undershot. Whatever. Yeah. They didn't. Ma- they didn't get to the right year, so now they're stuck with us, and they're going to play our event, and they're great actually. Cool. So make sure you come and check them out because it's free. It's nineteen mm. plus though. Mm. And if the for the first, how many people get RSVP? Well. Uh, it just says RSVP because there is a guest list, and the guest list you can win super secret awesome prizes that the non-guest list people won't have a chance to win. Yep. So make sure you RSVP, and if you look, if you want to know where that is, go to our facebook.com slash magazine page, and it's under the events section. And maybe even Phil will be there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you can talk to Phil and hear him be snarky in person. It's wonderful, actually. That's right. Also, check us out personally on Twitter because Phil has Twitter. I do. What's your Twitter, Phil? It's at that Phil Brown. That Phil Brown. Actually, like at the. Mm, it at, works out. At that. At, at that. that. That's Phil why Brown. I went with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. At that Phil Brown. <laughs> All right. So just walk up to him and say, are you that Phil Brown? And he'll say, yep. no, go away. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be Most bothered likely, with public yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> and of course, mine is Kicks in Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N. Chaos. Wayne is real Wayne Santos. Again, although it was going to be Dork Souls for a while. I thought dork Souls? <laughs> yes. okay. Oh, why didn't you do that? I figured Wayne not, might not approve. He doesn't use Twitter. We could have made it whatever we wanted. It is actually also true. You probably could have done that. I guess we could I, change I would have just it. completely disowned it anyway. So. <laughs> if you want to stalk Wayne. People were like, are you Dork Souls? It's like, no, no, I'm not. I, I don't know where you got that from. It was like somebody, was, somebody went off and did that. I can produce records that show you that I had nothing to do with the creation of that account. So it would have been easy enough to disown. If you do want to stalk Wayne, you can find him on Google+. Plus. Yeah, you can stalk me there. And you can stalk Brenda on Twitter. B five twenty six. He, you know, he'll answer you. Out of actually, out of everybody at this table, Brendan is the most yeah. likely to talk. But please to you. do follow me because I don't have anyone. Yeah. And now it just looks great. pathetic, right? Yeah, it's really sad. Because you're just so, like Phil Brown. Didn't you zero. just make it today? Yeah, like he did three, it because we were gonna four hours ago. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And so, why did you do that, Phil? Maybe because we we're gonna make it, it for you. Up. Yeah, I was guy said that you could sign me up as asshole Phil, which was taken, so he wouldn't have been able to do that. Which is hilarious. So I want to. I didn't go follow that guy though. No, follow me. I really need it, please. Please. Because I'm probably not going to actually do it if no one follows me. <laughs> well, no, people will follow you. If you get really snarky, you'll have more and more followers. Like, goddamn better. You will. Yeah. We'll You're hilarious. Things. I don't okay, see why good. you wouldn't. Oh, I thank you. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. 